Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. It's three o'clock somewhere. Time for a My Mochi ice cream snack. My Mochi ice cream is cool, creamy scoops of premium ice cream wrapped in sweet, pillowy dough. And get this. All of My Mochi's fabulous flavors like strawberry, mango, double chocolate, and cookies and cream are only around 80 calories per piece. Talk about a guilt-free, indulgent experience. Each box of My Mochi ice cream has six perfectly portioned, gluten-free mochis that are great for grab-and-go. So feel good while curbing your afternoon cravings or the midnight munchies. Yeah, you know who you are with the joyfully chill sensation of My Mochi ice cream. Find My Mochi ice cream at Target or visit MyMochi.com to locate a grocery store near you. Tonight, nationwide rail crisis averted. What it means is there are new signs the U.S. economy is bouncing back. The deal keeping trains on the tracks. We have the new details as inflation slows and gas prices plunge. How low could they go before you fill up for your Christmas road trip? Breaking news, middle school overdose scare. At least 10 students treated after reports they ingested edible marijuana products. New details in the quadruple college murder. A grieving father reveals his daughter was killed in the same bed as her best friend, as there are new questions about whether the gruesome stabbings were targeted. Royal drama. Just as the Prince and Princess of Wales visit Boston, Netflix drops the trailer for the Harry and Meghan series. Doesn't it make more sense to hear our story from us? And tonight's Eye on America. After the nation's math score's largest drop ever, CBS's Meg Oliver visits one school that may have the solution. Do you think this could be a model for schools nationwide? Absolutely. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. Good evening and thank you for joining us on this busy Thursday night. There's new information tonight in that mysterious quadruple murder of those college students in Idaho. And we're going to get to those middle schoolers taken to the hospital in a suspected mass drug overdose. But first, here in Washington, lawmakers from both parties coming together tonight to avoid a railroad strike that could have had devastating consequences to the U.S. economy. Tonight, the bipartisan bill is awaiting President Biden's signature. The legislation will raise wages, but the 
agreement stops short of giving employees seven days of paid sick leave. The move comes amid some good economic news. Today, the Commerce Department reporting a key inflation rate slowed more than expected and gas prices keep on falling. A tank of gas is at its lowest since February, with Americans paying on average $3.47 a gallon. And Gas Buddy is predicting prices could dip below $3 by Christmas. What a gift that would be. CBS's Scott McFarland is here with all the latest details. Good evening, Scott. Good evening, Nora. This is an economic crisis avoided in the 11th hour. Congress averted the strike late today, but not everyone's pleased Congress intervened at all or with the end result. One week and one day before the deadline, Congress warded off a gut punch to the U.S. economy. President Biden's clear call to us to ensure um, that we don't derail Christmas is going to carry the day. The deal prevents a walk-off by 115,000 railway workers that could have cost the economy $2 billion a day, snarled holiday shipping traffic, and spiked inflation further. Washington, D.C. hardware store manager Charles Hawkins was preparing for the worst. If you're a profitable business or just a business in general, once things start to sell, you need to replenish. Um, so it's very, very important to actually be able to get things delivered. President Biden, who'd built a record of supporting labor unions, defied some of them by asking Congress to intervene. We're going to avoid the rail strike, keep the rails running, keep things moving. Many Republicans argued Congress shouldn't be meddling in a labor negotiation. I'm not going to vote to impose an agreement that the workers have explicitly voted on and explicitly rejected. The deal gives rail workers a 24 percent raise and $5,000 in bonuses over five years, but not seven days of paid sick leave for which unions had been fighting. They are one of the few industries in America today that have zero sick paid leave. A separate vote to add the sick leave failed. A major disappointment for the unions. It's unfortunate that this happened and uh, we're going to continue to fight the sick leave issue uh, outside of contract. President Biden says he'll sign the bill as soon as it reaches his desk. Acknowledging labor unions aren't happy about this, he says Washington has averted what he called a Christmas catastrophe. Nora. Yeah. Scott McFarland, thank you so much. Well, now to that frightening emergency today at a Los Angeles middle school. First responders say multiple students were treated for a possible cannabis overdose after reportedly ingesting edible marijuana products. CBS's Danya Bacchus is outside the school. Panicked parents and first responders rushed to Van Nuys Middle School in Los Angeles today, where 10 students were treated for a possible drug overdose. They're talking to us. They're alert. They're oriented. Authorities say the students range from 12 to 14 years old and were found to be in mild to moderate distress. Seven were taken to area hospitals. Three others were released at the scene. We know people's concern this time of um, this day and age is with fentanyl. This has no indication of being fentanyl-related. It's possibly edible cannabis. It's too early to tell. A team of Los Angeles police officers and school personnel searched every classroom looking for more affected children, but they found no other students. Fentanyl was ruled out in this case. Authorities say it was marijuana gummies, but there is heightened alert here. Nora, since the beginning of the school year, at least 13 L.A. students have overdosed on fentanyl. That's scary. Danya Bacchus, thank you so much. 
Well, now to some breaking news and a major defeat for former President Donald Trump. A federal appeals court has ended the special master review of all those documents that were seized from Trump's Florida home in Mar-a-Lago. The three-judge panel's decision is a victory for federal prosecutors, and it could clear the way for them to use the documents in their criminal investigation of Trump. Trump can appeal this decision. The Supreme Court has agreed to consider President Biden's plan to cancel hundreds of billions of dollars in student loan debt. The plan will remain on hold until the high court hears arguments in February. Remember, it was a federal appeals court in St. Louis that blocked the plan after six Republican-led states sued, accusing the president of overstepping his authority. Tonight, President Biden, French President Emmanuel Macron, and more than 300 guests will dine on butter-poached Maine lobster and caviar at a state dinner. But on the menu today at the White House was differing opinions on the war in Ukraine. Here's CBS's Ed O'Keefe. Ruffles and flourishes for America's oldest ally. But underneath the glitz and glamour, some key differences between President Biden and French President Emmanuel Macron on issues like Ukraine and how to deal with Russian President Vladimir Putin. The idea that Putin is ever going to defeat Ukraine is beyond comprehension. The president said he'd only ever meet with Putin under certain conditions. I'm prepared to speak with Mr. Putin if, in fact, there is an interest in him deciding he's looking for a way to end the war. He hasn't done that yet. Macron has maintained open lines with the Russian leader and in an interview for Sunday 60 Minutes said he believes ultimately only diplomacy will end the war. So how does this end? I think it's important to convey the message that this is the Ukrainians to decide that. The only way to find a solution would be through negotiations. I don't see a military option on the ground. Macron has spent his time in Washington criticizing the Inflation Reduction Act, one of Mr. Biden's signature accomplishments, because it includes subsidies for U.S.-made electric vehicles. The French leader calling them super-aggressive against European companies. The president defended them. The United States makes no apology, and I make no apology since I wrote it for the, uh, the legislation you're talking about. Still, the president said he would make tweaks to the legislation to make it easier for European companies to keep doing work here in the U.S., saying the legislation wasn't designed to box out close allies like France. Nora. All right, Ed O'Keefe, thank you so much. Tonight, there are more questions than answers in, in Moscow, Idaho. Authorities there now providing conflicting statements on whether the shocking murders of four college students there was a targeted attack. Meanwhile, the father of one of the victims gave an emotional account of his daughter's final moments. CBS's Lilia Luciano is there. Nearly three weeks after four University of Idaho students were stabbed to death, police still have no suspect, weapon or motive in the killings of Kaylee Gonsalves, Madison Mogan, Ethan Chapin and his girlfriend, Zana Kernodal. What they have said from the start is this was a targeted attack. Wednesday night, local police released what they called a clarification, saying detectives do not currently know if the residents or any occupants were specifically targeted. Then today, state police told CBS News, we remain consistent in our belief that this was indeed a targeted attack, but have not concluded if the target was the residents or the occupants. People in the community care. Yesterday, we spoke with the Idaho State Police Information Officer. What constitutes a targeted attack? Based on the totality of what was seen um, at the scene itself, 
and the fact that there were survivors and that it didn't appear that there's any forced entry, you know, that leads detectives and, and the chief to believe that it truly was a targeted attack. At a vigil last night, Kaylee Gonzalez's father honored the friendship between his daughter and Madison Mogan. Sixth grade, they just found each other. So then they went to high schools together. Then they started looking at colleges. They came here together. And in the end, they died together in the same room, in the same bed. Without an arrest in this case, school officials tell us more than a fourth of the student population did not return to campus after the Thanksgiving break, and they're learning remotely for the rest of the semester. Nora. Lilia Luciano on that continuing mystery. Thank you. Well, tonight, the Prince and Princess of Wales are continuing their whirlwind visit to Boston. Prince William and Catherine went to Boston Harbor today to see firsthand the effects of rising sea levels. Earlier, they were greeted by a boy wearing a royal guard costume. After waiting hours to see the prince and princess, he gave them a salute and some flowers. On Wednesday night, William and Kate got booed courtside at the Boston Celtics game. Adding to the drama, Netflix dropping its first trailer of the new docuseries, Harry and Meghan. No one sees what's happening behind closed doors. The preview also shows several candid, intimate black and white photos. As for Prince William and Kate, CBS's Ben Tracy shows us the purpose of their visit. This royal visit is clearly designed to focus not on the state of the monarchy, but on the fate of the planet. Today, the Prince and Princess of Wales visited Greentown Labs, an incubator for startups tackling climate change. We all have it in ourselves to achieve great things. The Waleses are in Boston to hand out their Earthshot Prize, million-dollar awards to climate and environmental entrepreneurs. When you found out you were a finalist, what was your reaction? We went crazy. Jennifer Holmgren is CEO of Lanza Tech, the only U.S. finalist. It turns planet-warming carbon pollution into everything from party dresses to plastic bottles, cleaning products, and even jet fuel. We've done it at commercial scale, and there are real products out there, so it's real. It's not science fiction. We've made it work. So far, the company has three massive facilities attached to steel plants in China that capture carbon emissions before they're released into the atmosphere and converts them to ethanol, the building blocks of countless products. So this is where it all happens? Absolutely. Holmgren showed us how it works at their demonstration lab in Chicago. It kind of looks like some sort of margarita in a blender yeah. back there. But those are microbes eating carbon dioxide? That's right. That's the gas, the carbon dioxide coming into the reactor. And then the microbes are swirling in there, eating the carbon dioxide and making ethanol. Even if Lanzatech doesn't win an Earthshot Prize, she says she's grateful to the royals. It is really exciting to see people that have a platform use it to let people know what's possible. Prince William founded the Earthshot Prize just about two years ago, and he says his inspiration was President Kennedy's Moonshot Initiative, which eventually got a man on the moon. So Nora holding this Earthshot Prize event here in Boston, the late president's hometown tomorrow night, has a lot of meaning. Ben, thank you. Now to the pandemic's devastating impact on students. Reports show math scores have significantly declined in the last three years. In today's Eye on America, CBS's Meg Oliver takes a look at how one school district's new approach is adding up to success. 
When Dan Crispino took the job overseeing curriculum for elementary schools in Meriden, Connecticut, it was 2019, and he had a big problem to solve. And when I would go into classrooms all over the district, I could see the kids didn't seem as excited um, about math. In a low-income district where nearly 75% of kids receive free or reduced lunch, math was a struggle. We only had 60 minutes uh, for mathematics. It's now 90 minutes, starting with a 30-minute lesson, followed by a 60-minute block where every second counts. Three-minute warning, my friends. The class is made up of tightly timed segments where students and the teacher rotate through small groups. Understand the problem. Every classroom is on the same lesson using the same math vocabulary. No one moves on until everyone right. understands the new material. We're going to be trendsetters. People are going to want to know what we're doing in math. It's going to be that good. Also, for the first time, tutoring is offered during the school day. With these changes, Crispino spearheaded a remarkable transformation. How's everybody doing today? Good. Amalia Calafiori teaches fourth grade. Do you think this could be a model for schools nationwide? Absolutely. I think it's something that might seem daunting to start, but once you get, it's just like anything, once you get the hang of it, mm -hmm. um, it's actually much easier. Raise your hand if math is your favorite subject. Oh, I like recess. <laughs> Colin Flint may good. love Maybe recess, but he also looks forward to addition, subtraction, and division. What makes math fun? It, what makes math fun is that you usually get to work with a partner or go one-on-one -on -one with a teacher. And why do you like that? Because then sometimes it's like competition or sometimes it's you just reviewing and knowing what you did wrong. Nationwide, student math scores plummeted during the pandemic with the steepest decline ever recorded. But here in Meriden, scores went up at nearly every elementary school in the district. What does the future look like for these students? Opportunities to do things in college that are connected to mathematics, giving kids another avenue of what their future could look like. A future full of calculated possibilities. For Eye on America, Meg Oliver, CBS News, Meriden, Connecticut. Great story. An arrest warrant is out for troubled former NFL wide receiver Antonio Brown. That story is next. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Have you ever covered a carpet stain with a rug? Ignored a leaky faucet? Pretended your half-painted living room is supposed to look like that? Well, you're not alone. We've all got unfinished home projects, but there's an easier way. When you download Thumbtack, it's easier to care for your home from top to bottom. Pull out your phone and in just a few steps, you can search, chat, and book highly rated pros right in your neighborhood. 
Plus, you'll know what to tackle next, because Thumbtack is the app that shows you what to do, who to hire, and when. So say goodbye to all those unfinished home projects and say hello to caring for your home the easier way. Download Thumbtack and start a project today. Police in Tampa have issued an arrest warrant for former NFL player Antonio Brown. He's been ordered to appear in court by 11 a.m. Friday to answer to domestic violence charges. The mother of four of Brown's children says he locked her out of her house on Monday, threatened to shoot her, and then refused to come out. Brown was cut from the Buccaneers last season when he left a game throwing his equipment to the stands. On the big island of Hawaii tonight, officials are keeping track of the first eruption of the Mauna Loa volcano in nearly 40 years. Lava is oozing about the length of a football field every three hours. And there's concern that it could make its way to a major highway now just three miles away. Mauna Loa is one of two volcanoes that's spewing lava and ash on the big island. There's a safety recall tonight involving children's clothing. What parents need to know next. Tonight, a consumer alert for parents. Nearly 90,000 pieces of children's clothing featuring Disney and Star Wars characters have been recalled because of a risk of lead poisoning. The clothes made by Bentex were sold at TJ Maxx, Amazon, and other retailers through August of this year. The company is offering full refunds. The leading goal scorer for the U.S. men's national soccer team says he's doing everything he can to play in their next World Cup match. Christian Pulisic, named Captain America by his fans, suffered a pelvic contusion while scoring the game-winning goal after against Iran on Tuesday. Pulisic says he still feels sore, but he's getting better. The U.S. will face the Netherlands on Saturday morning. Well, we've got more on the world's most popular sport with some history-making women kicking down barriers. That's next. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm -mm -mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Finally tonight, it was a historic day for women in the world of men's soccer. At the World Cup, the first all-female referee team took charge on soccer's biggest stage in the match between Germany and Costa Rica. Back here at home, CBS's Charlie DeMar tells us about another glass ceiling being shattered, this time on the college level. Pop off the pole in here! The University of Chicago men's soccer team is stacked with all Americans and veteran leaders. Get four balls going! 
fine. But it's their rookie head coach who's making history. It gives young girls something to aspire to. If they can see it, they can dream it, they can believe it. Attack the space and play! Coach Julianne Sitch guided the university to an undefeated record and number one seed in the Division Three Final Four, making her the first female to coach a men's soccer team in a Final Four. Just starting to get out. Sitch started playing on boys' teams at the age of five. Sitch working her way to the corner of the box. And played professionally before becoming a coach. She took over the Maroons in April, one of only two women coaching men's teams in NCAA D3. Yes, I've coached a lot of young girls, but I've also worked with a lot of young boys as well. And I think at the end of the day, you're coaching athletes. Have you ever had a female coach? No. While it's a first for most of the team, they are quick to tell you that gender has nothing to do with winning. Good touch, Mikey! Once we step on the field, our play speaks for itself and speaks for her coaching abilities. I think it's difficult for them to say anything when we win. That's definitely a silencer in that regard. Today in overtime, they won again. Goal! Sending them to the finals. Charlie DeMar, CBS News, Chicago. Love that winning team. That's tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. If you enjoy tuning in to the CBS Evening News, there are official t-shirts, hats, mugs, and more available for purchase at ParamountShop.com. These products are perfect for any fan of Evening News, and you can take 20% off with code EVENING20. That's 20% off all CBS Evening News products with code EVENING20 at ParamountShop.com.